Hi, it's Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for taking a minute to listen in. In a moment, I'll share with you some valuable information about this topic. Stagflation, inflation, totally crazy for the year 2021 is starting off out of control, totally bonkers. If you see any properties that are of interest to you, let us know. We will gladly send you a property information packet on any loft, condo, or house, or private previews available upon request. If you have a home you'd like to sell, you should know that I will guarantee the sale of your present home at a price acceptable to you, or I'll buy it for cash. This guarantee will allow you to buy your next home without worrying about selling your present home. To find out how much you can sell your home for, Call me at 213-880-9910 now. So anyone who says that uh, 2021 is going to somehow miraculously get better, um, if anything, it's going to miraculously get worse uh, because um, the it's we already know it's not getting better. So if someone's going to lie to you, um, you can count on that maybe those lies or inaccuracies are going to be the opposite of what they tell you. Like when they tell you that um, millions of people are going to die and there are millions of people are not dying. And then they tell you that you're going to be locked down for two weeks and then it's been uh, a year and then maybe two years later uh, you might start to figure it out. But it's better to figure it out uh, before then. So uh, with the economy 2021 they say there's going to be a v-shaped recovery there's no v-shaped recovery because if there was a v-shaped recovery then there it would have um, started recovering already a v-shaped recovery doesn't mean uh, uh, v-shaped you know f- uh, five or ten years later it we're so based on that and based on the real numbers which I've talked about in my previous posts we are more likely to have a uh, lost decade than we are to have a v-shaped recovery but um, the good news is it's really going to be kind of in the middle not a lost decade but just about a lost five years according to our calculations from me and other people who know markets but our uh, first before talking about that it's been a little bit of an emotional day because I just got a hold of my long-lost aunt, my mother's sister. I've never heard of her before until the past few days, never spoke to her before until today. My mother passed away just a few years ago uh, from a long, uh, lengthy um, illness, lengthy declining health. And uh, just before she died, I did find on Ancestry.com uh, that what looked like her father had a family in Tennessee before he came to California in the late 1930s. Uh, he apparently had a wife in Tennessee. And then more recently I found, um, I did a DNA test, two of them, one with 23andMe and one with Ancestry.com. So I did two DNA tests. And I recommend that other people do both of those because they both have different advantages. The Ancestry.com is uh, focused a little bit more on Ancestry and tying in with your, uh, your family tree. 
And then 23andMe is also very good with Ancestry, but they also focus on maybe a little bit more on what's going on with your with your DNA, with uh, health issues and so forth. So, but um, I found that they both had their overall. I would say 23andMe was more helpful, but just slightly. And Ancestry has its own advantages. And then the way that they calculate and recalculate uh, who you know what your ancestry is. Um, and and it, it changes, and then it, the way that they show it, it changes. And one of the main reasons it changes <laughs> that you find you find out you're more white uh, one day, and then you find out you're more one bla- uh, more black, uh, you know, six months later, <laughs> is because it's it, it's looking at, at different things because uh, the DNA uh, and the ancestry changes over time including, you know, today versus 300 years ago versus 3,000 years ago. So those are some of the main reasons. Plus, they get more refined, uh, generally more accurate, uh, but not always more accurate. So it could be a tiny bit less accurate sometimes, but in general, of course, it's going to be more accurate. And uh, they want to try to be more helpful and more valuable. But I did find a uh, second cousin in Tennessee. His last name was the same as my mother's maiden name. So that was a big clue right there. Uh, And sure enough, he was a a descendant. And then I looked a little closer and it turned out he was a descendant of the family that my grandfather had... um, created in Tennessee before he moved to California. And so upon talking to my aunt today, found out that uh, he did in fact, my grandfather did in fact, who was my mother, uh, you know, just was raving a fan of her father, of how wonderful of a nice man and good father that he was. Uh, she was very sad when he died, when she was only 17. He, he died of lung cancer. And so she was, uh, she said she would do anything to bring him back. In fact, I asked my mom, would you, if they could, you know, if they found his DNA in his grave or something and made a, uh, made a clone of him and asked you that they, they needed you to give birth to that clone of your father, would you do that? And I expect that pretty much most women would say, no, I wouldn't do anything that crazy. <laughs> but my mother said yes, that she would uh, give birth to a clone of, of, um, of her father. <laughs> In the future, people will, some people will most certainly be doing some things like that. Um, but anyway, so my aunt today was my mother's uh, half-sister, same father, the father that uh, had um, basically abandoned uh, his wife and three kids. And my aunt was, my aunt's mother was pregnant with her when my grandfather left them and moved to California and met my grandmother and had uh, three kids with my grandmother and lived with my grandmother, made a family a happy family with my 
grandmother uh, until he died uh, at the young age of 48 years old from lung cancer. So I talked to her and she was had always been angry at him for abandoning them and um, um, so I just pieced together just based on from what I heard from her and from from my mother and came to the conclusion what was most likely is that um, my grandfather was a very nice guy but the way that he was nice was by basically you know uh, running away from conflict avoiding conflict and eventually running away from from conflict um, and so it's a big huge enormous pile of trash on the sidewalk uh, I did talk to my aunt about she moved I think fairly recently to um, Florida from Tennessee I guess and that she likes Florida and I said I may join her because California is just becoming more and more of a shithole state. LA, Los Angeles is becoming more of a shithole city. I'm walking by just enormous strewn piles of trash uh, on my walk and my dog. Have to avoid um, you know people driving stolen cars that will just run you over. Someone was just uh, on a bike was run over by a stolen car driver just a few days ago in Los Angeles, downtown Los Angeles, in my, you know, neighborhood where I help people buy and sell their their con- condominiums. Um, right across the street from me, somebody was robbed at gunpoint just a little over a week ago. Um, so, um, you could hardly walk down the sidewalk. There was only one sidewalk. Uh, well, I guess two sidewalks left that I could walk down. All the other sidewalks are blocked by um, homeless uh, tents, homeless junk. Motorhomes are... You're allowed to park your motorhome in Los Angeles uh, without any limit. And then you're also allowed to put as much junk next to your motorhome on the sidewalk uh, with no limit. And uh, so the city of Los Angeles is basically allowing uh, anyone who may be homeless, may or may not be homeless, to block uh, sidewalks. And pretty soon there's going to be no sidewalks left because uh, they're all going to be blocked. But they are... The city is picking and choosing which sidewalks to block, and they are picking um, central Los Angeles and um, industrial neighborhoods, industrial and commercial uh, commercial neighborhoods, but they are not allowing homeless people to block sidewalks of uh, any upscale neighborhoods. No, they're not allowed to block upscale industrial neighborhoods are not allowed to block upscale residential neighborhoods they're not allowed to block upscale commercial neighborhoods so city of los angeles it is the same people who say that they are trying to help um, the poor and the middle class that are in fact uh, creating the most 
homeless people with no roof over their head and the history of the United States and the um, destruction of the middle class in many ways and while protecting the wealthy. So only the middle class has to follow all the normal rules. The Anyone who might be homeless, anyone who may or may not be homeless does not have to follow any laws, almost zero laws. They're not allowed to kill people, they're not allowed to injure people, but they can do almost everything else. Uh, they don't have to pay taxes, they don't have to uh, follow any other laws. They just cannot injure people and they cannot murder people. And if you, if they do, but that's really not the law. If they murder someone or injure someone, they just simply have to leave. And since they're homeless and they have no name or address, uh, they will get away with it uh, most of the time. So basically homeless uh, means that they don't have to follow any laws other than that they if you if they do kill someone or murder someone or injure someone they they have to leave and you know move somewhere else uh, more than a few blocks away they have to walk uh, at least you know six or nine blocks or more uh, so that the police can't find them because they have no name they have no address so that's the law now in, in Los Angeles so if you want to get away with murder you just have to live in a tent and then after you kill someone you just grab your tent and it'll take the cops usually 30 to 45 minutes to show up and so you just got to take your tent immediately and walk as far as you can for uh, you know for um, 45 minutes and then set up your tent again and kill the next person so that's Los Angeles right now and the economy as a whole is about inflation. It's about stagflation, which is a combination of inflation and uh, deflation caused by the worst depression in American history. The worst depression, worse than the Great Depression of 1929 to 1933. Uh, so it's pretty much the topic. Um, in addition to talking to my aunt today, the um, something that was just equally dramatic was the number of readers of my blog, the LA Loft blog. Uh, we usually get uh, between a thousand and two thousand readers. And then today we got, uh, by this morning we already had over six thousand. So something went viral. Something went viral and something uh, went uh, astronomical. And it was the article that we wrote two days ago about inflation, stagflation, uh, money, and how money, the US dollar is a goner based on you know major economists. So, uh, and 
Biden and well, everybody, even even Trump was uh, all for basically creating massive amounts of money printing and massive quantitative easing. So uh, the Fed said that they will that there's no limit to how much quantitative easing and other programs that they will do. And then basically the Democrats have no limit uh, to how much money they will spend. It's no, there's no longer any attachment, no longer any connection between spending and how much money the United States actually has. So at this point, the United States uh, federal budget, federal spending, and money are completely disconnected. So it used to be that the United States tried to sort of keep the spending uh, similar, the same, or similar to what it actually makes. And that's no longer the case. So that automatically causes inflation. There's no, there's no way around it. Uh, when the government spends more money than, than it has, uh, or prints more money than what people um, are actually making, then that is uh, price inflation. So that's going to cause your bread, loaf of bread to go from a dollar to now it's about three, three to six dollars. Going to make your loaf of bread go to you know twelve dollars. To twenty-four dollars, pretty soon. We just don't know when, because inflation is something that uh, comes out of nowhere unexpectedly, and then it still takes more time for people to recognize it, realize what it is, and react. Recognize, realize, and react, and then, um, and then that's when it really starts uh, feeding on itself in a in a uh, parabolic feedback loop of uh, spiraling out of control, massive inflation. Uh, So that's kind of what our article talked about from two days ago. So take a look at that on the LA Loft blog. Anyone who does not own any assets, people that just rent, and they live hand to mouth, and their only asset is their apartment and their television and video games, furniture, and um, car. Those people are going to have a worse and worse and worse time because they're going to have less and less money, even for the you know video games and a loaf of bread. People have to own assets now. The assets people need to own is real estate, gold, Bitcoin, Ethereum, blockchain, cryptocurrency, uh, stocks and bonds, gold coins, silver. So those are things that people need to have, need to own. These physical assets, tangible assets, hard assets. That's what people need to own right now so um, take uh, take a look at LA Loft blog www.laloftblog.com 
As I mentioned earlier, a property information packet is available on any loft, condo, or house, or a private preview is available upon request. Call 213-880-9910. I'm Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for joining me, and we'll talk to you again very soon. Bye-bye.